So good morning, Pastor Marshall. Um, welcome to Reignite Church. Our philosophy here is love is the way we serve, so we're going to find a way to love you. Is that all right? Amen, amen. I hope so. So when I say smile to the person next to you, that's what I mean. You know, we got to smile with the greeting of Jesus. But this morning, we have some business to take care of. We're on week three of our series called Travel Light. Everybody say Travel Light. Yes, yes. We must remember that our goal is not to say that this is our final destination. That's not the goal. That's not the goal. The goal is to make it to heaven, right? Or the other place. That, but that's not the goal. But, but we're going one way or another. But, the, but this um, earth is not the final destination. So we have to travel light. We have to um, unpack some unnecessary stuff while we're here, while we're traveling through this world. And so last week, I told you that we had to let go of, or the, week, the first week we, we talked, I told you that we had to let go of some unnecessary baggage, some unnecessary stuff. Everybody say stuff. And then last week I told you we had to let go of some disappointments. And I told you last week that we're going to go uh, single in on some things as we close out the year. We're going to single in some, on some things. So uh, today won't be any different. Um, but we talked about letting go of uh, disappointments and uh, hurts in the past, letting go of distractions last week, and this week, I'll let you know where we're going here in a second, but I hope this series is blessing you. I'm trying to get my voice right. Is that all right? <coughs> I hope this series is blessing you. How many of you say this, this series is blessing you so far? Mm. I'll get myself warmed up and get myself going. That cough drop, I can taste it in the, in that tea. Uh, but there's so much more to unpack. There's so much more to unpack. So for our teaching point, it's going to be found in Hebrews uh, chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14, if you'll go there. It'll be on the screen if you want to wait and watch. Um, Hebrews chapter 12, it says, Work at living in peace with everyone, and work at living a holy life, for those who are not holy will not see the Lord. Man, work at it. Work at it. How many of you know some people take more work to work at that? Work at living in peace with everyone. Some people are, you have to only love them through Jesus. Man, I, I know you've met some of those. You have to only love them through Jesus. But work at living in peace with everyone. Verse 15. Look after each other so that none of you fail, none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. Do y'all see that? The root of bitterness. Um, I brought something with me today. Y'all know what that is? Brought this with me today. It's not cabbage. It's a weed. It's a weed. But for teaching purposes today, it's a root of bitterness. I, I got this from my own yard. There are many like it, but this <laughs> one is mine. <laughs> where I come from and where you come from, this is called a sinny sin sin. It's a root. It represents a root of bitterness, this weed does. See all the different roots, the different pieces. 
yet. This is what we're going to talk about today. I want to speak to you from the subject this morning. I'm going to lay that right there. From the subject of letting go of bitterness. Letting go of bitterness. It's one of the most complicated things to talk about. And I'm going to try my best to simplify it for us this morning. It's one of the greatest tools, though, that the enemy will use against us. Bitterness. And weeds can lay dormant. As I study this, weeds can lay dormant for a long, long time before they show themselves. The seed of a weed. Yeah. Roots start off as seeds. And seeds are something so small, they're hardly ever noticed. But when they're planted, they take root and they will come out. Yeah. <laughs> and grow into an offensive weed. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. Maybe you've commented on a friend's post and you've always liked everything that they like. But when you post stuff and you're in your Christmas sweater, they don't, they don't ever like your stuff. Mm. Maybe you're always there for somebody. You're there for them. I mean, they, they can count on you like the sun. But when you need them, they won't pick up. They're slow to show. And it's a seed that's planted in your heart. Seeds of offense can come from anywhere. And they can be serious even. Some seeds can be so serious because they come from someone so close to you. Seeds can come from someone who's lied to you that you consider a close friend. Seeds of bitterness. Seeds can come from someone who's talked about you that you trusted as a confidant. Seeds can be a relative that, that took advantage of you. And you didn't think that would happen. Seeds of offense. Oh, and, and this is a good one. Seeds can even be from someone you trusted in church, someone that led, someone that was maybe your pastor, someone was a friend, someone you trusted, and you tagged that to God because they wasn't what they said they were. Seeds. Planted in our heart. Take root. It's the seed of offense. It's the seed of offense that, that, that um, we're looking at. But it's, 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 it's the, the story. The author of, of the Hebrew text is saying it's, it's, the, it's the story. It's the journey of the root becoming a weed. And he says, watch out that, that the seed doesn't grow up. It's not that you won't ever be offended, that I won't ever be offended. It's that if we allow, if we allow it, if we don't recognize it, we allow it to grow up and become a weed, become something that's not supposed to. And it becomes, this, it becomes something that others see, others, it, it's shown in others. It's sometimes shown when you least expect it. Let me say it as plainly as I can. Stuff happens. But how do you respond to stuff? Makes it better or worse. <laughs> it's important that we talk about this subject at this time of year because at this time of year, at the, at, the, at the time of the holidays, when the holidays come, 
Everything is magnified when it comes to our emotions. Can I get a witness? When things are good, things are going really, really, really good, Pastor. When things are good, the sun is shining and money is in the bank and, and food's on the table. You know, I got plenty of friends and likes on Facebook and social, and social media on, on the gram. <laughs> Had to throw the gram in there because <laughs> I'm reminded from these 20-somethings that it's not just Facebook, Pastor. It's Instagram. Instagram. When things are going good, they're going really, really good during the holidays. But when things are going bad... That's magnified, too. You feel lonelier. Yeah, you, 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 when, when there's a financial strain, uh, when, things, when things are going really bad, we can't wait for this season to be over. So it's important that we talk about it during this time of year. But that's not the most important thing I want to share with you. It's no incident that God uses the image of a weed to describe bitterness. The sins of bitterness is obvious. It, it, I mean, the seeds of, of bitterness, let me correct that, isn't obvious. It's not flashy. It's not, it's not loud on the surface of our hearts until it's too late. <coughs> I remember when Tiffany and I, we moved into our home some years ago, many years ago. We moved out of our condo into our house, and, you know, we had another one coming, and <coughs> we needed more room. And uh, unfortunately, although it was a nice house that we were having put together for us, you know, and everything, um, they didn't put no sod down. You know, sod, that's that grass that they roll out. And Tiffany and I don't have green thumbs. We are not the garden type. You, know, you may see stuff in our yard in the pots that are fake. Um, we're not gardeners. But we try. So this was a problem because half of our yard in the front <laughs> had grass and the other patches of it, it was just so bare and crazy. I didn't want to put any pots out in the, in the, up close to the house in the flower bed because the yard, you had to look past the yard to see the pots. But about three years in, we started getting grass. I mean, I was trying, Anthony. I was throwing seed out there and stuff. I'm, I'm tilling stuff, digging little holes, trying to get patches of grass to grow. But about three years in of trying, grass started to come. I mean, you can look from the street as you drove by, and you can look, and you're like, oh, that looks nice. So I start putting pots and stuff out. I remember one time Tiffany drove up, and she was like, oh, yeah, it's looking so nice. I didn't have the heart to tell her. <laughs> Babe, about 60% of that is Bermuda. 40% of that is weeds. <laughs> but I was trimming and treating it. You know, it all looked green from a distance. But when you walked up on it, Anderson, when you walked up on it, you were like, oh, oh. <laughs> He's got a bunch of trimmed weeds. <laughs> but it looked good until you walked up on it. <laughs> Bitterness is hard to see at first until you take close examination. Yeah. It, it doesn't show off like anger. Anger shows off. And, 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 it, and it doesn't produce rotten fruit, you know. It doesn't produce rotten fruit like disobedience. And, and so, so bitterness, we have to understand, is a sleeper sin. Bitterness is a sleeper sin that grows deep in the soil of our heart. And we, can, we can't just trim and treat it because when it springs up, everyone's going to know. Everyone's going to know. It has to be plucked up. It has to be uprooted. Can I dig a little deeper? Okay. Let me go a little deeper in this problem. 
Bitterness isn't just a root. It's a root that produces bad fruit. A, a bitter person can divide a family. Can I get an amen? A bitter person can make ministry miserable for others. Oh, a bitter person can, can poison the workplace. Whew. And, and it all starts as a seed in someone's heart that they don't recognize is going to show itself one day to others. And you wonder, how did I, how did I get here? Nobody's supposed to be here. Doing my best. Let me get some more tea. With so much at stake, we have to ask ourselves from time to time, am I a bitter person? Am I a bitter person? God bless you. Let me help you with a few blues clues. I said from time to time, because so much is at stake, we have to ask ourselves, am I a bitter person? Has there, some been, has there been something planted in my heart? I'm going to help you with that. Ephesians 4.31 says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. The best way to see bitterness, church, the first thing you need to know about it, the best way to see bitterness is to see the progression that it brings. I'll read that again. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Paul says the first thing that bitterness does is bitterness produces a cluster of other emotions. In other words, bitterness has friends with benefits. <laughs> yeah. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. When bitterness is taking root in our heart, usually anger is there too. Which leads to harsh words. Which leads to the object of what we're bitter about. I said when bitterness takes root in our hearts, bitterness leads to anger. It's a progression. Which leads to harsh words about the object of what we're bitter about. It's a progression. That's the first thing you should know. Bitter, bitterness is a progression. It's a cluster of other emotions. And we need to see it for what it is. And we tend to feel justified about it. Yeah, we, we, we are justified for feeling bitter because offense has, ha has happened. Offense has come. So I feel like I'm, I'm owed this toward you. Yeah. But they're just clues. The cluster of emotions are just clues that the weed is starting to show itself. The second thing you need to know, if I'm a bitter person, I'll hear harsh words. I'll see the cluster of emotions first, and then I'll hear harsh words coming out of my mouth of what I'm, a bit, what I'm bitter about. Yeah. Out of the abundance of the mouth, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth does what? Speaks. Some of y'all don't know your Bible, so you're like, Pastor, that was good, because that's Bible. 
The Bible says, I'll repeat it again. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Where's bitterness start? In the heart, by a seed of offense. When a seed takes root and it starts to grow, it becomes offensive by the things we say, by the evil things that we do. So we'll see the progression, and then we'll hear how we're bitter about that, her, him, it. Whatever's in your heart is going to come out. So when we find ourselves being snappy, rude, critical, cussing, dealing with someone, um, uh, the, the sins of our mouth may be an extension of the hurt that's in our heart. It's a clue. It's a blue clue. It's a clue. Let me encourage you further with this. Verse 32 says, instead, it says, instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. That means without God's help, you can't level up. Tell someone next to you, level up, level up. Yeah, yeah. When we really give our lives to Christ, God regenerates a new spirit in us. He regenerates a new spirit in us, and that new spirit makes us talk different, makes us act different. It makes us uh, aware of the changes that we need to take place. And you won't have the ability, I don't have the ability to do it in my own strength. It takes God, it takes, the, it takes the ability of the Holy Spirit having free reign in me to produce that. And over time, practice makes you perfect, baby. So with God's help, we can do verse 32. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. And that's what we have to forget. I, man, when, sometimes I'll see a Christian talking or acting a certain way. I want to say, do you... You forgot that God forgave you. You were just, ugh. Ugh. I think sometimes we forget. God forgave you. All of you. All of that. He forgave. Hmm. So the receipt of, re- of a regenerated heart is kindness, tenderness forgiveness and other things that God shows you how to be. That's the receipt of y'all know what a receipt is, right? Receipt means you purchased it, you got it. God purchased you. He gives you the receipt. He gives you the Holy Spirit to let you know that you have the ability. You're like, oh man, I remember back in the day I would have slapped her. Oh man, I should I would I would have said this. Oh man, I would have turned up with everybody way, 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 way too much. But something's in me, something in me is saying, you know, I need to chill. That's the receipt of that regenerated heart. When the Holy Spirit puts a pause in you and you go a different route. So how do we kill bitterness, Pastor? I'm glad you asked. We do what Jesus did. We do it with compassion. That's how you kill the weed of bitterness. Verse 32 says, the way Christ did. We do it with compassion. We kill it with compassion. And secondly, the second way we kill the root of bitterness is we kill it with forgiveness. Jesus forgave us immediately, freely, completely. He, he forgave us immediately, completely, freely. And I, don't, I, I can't forget that. He forgave me immediately, completely, and freely. And so when someone offends you, and they will, and they will, we have to forgive immediately, freely. 
complete me. Because who are you? Who am I? Me. Don't forget where he found you. Why am I up here? Because some, some of us were way off. We were way far off. Others of us was closer. But I, I'm, not talking to, I'm not talking to the ones that, are, that were closer. You were raised in a Christian home. Everything was always there for you. And you loved God. And you never had any trauma. You never been through anything. I'm talking about those who are, are way off. Some, some that, have, that, that have been way off. Jesus found you. And we can't forget. That's what makes the difference. Church, that's what makes the difference. When we remember and we don't forget that you were afar off from God. We were born, all of us, we were born this way. We were, we were born into sin. And we had sinful ways about us. And Jesus said, in all that, Grinch, God wants you to hurt. No. He, he will allow you to go through things because it strengthens you. It builds you. And it shows more of him in you once you come out of it. So he'll allow you to go through things. He'll allow you to have offense. And I believe like a proud papa, when God sees you offended and he sees me offended, and he sits back and Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father. He's looking at God and he's looking and he sees us trying to do it the right way. And, 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 and showing it the right way, saying it the right way, when you could have cussed her out and you could have you done something ugly, I believe God is proud. And he's looking at, oh my gosh, look at Lexi, look at Tanisha, look at Jasmine, look at my babies, look at Marshall, look at Tiffany, look at Martine, look at Ed, look at them, look at them, look at them. They're acting like me. They're acting like me when they could have been like they used to be. I remember last year, I remember 10 years ago when I found them. They were far off. They were far off. No one would have talked to them. But look at them now. Look at them roaring. The Bible says that Jesus sits at the right hand of God, and he's there to make intercession. That means he's talking to the Father on your behalf. I believe some of that discussion is proud. Look at them. The other part is, Lord, give it to them in time. I heard what she's praying for. I heard what he's praying for. It's time to give it to her. It's time to give it to him. They're getting there. It's time to give it to them. So his intercession, I believe there's some proud moments, and I believe there's some times that he's saying, not yet, not yet on your request. But there's also times where he's saying, give it to them now. They've come a long way. Give it to them now. They've come a long way. That's for free. I don't know why I went that route.
Pastor, I'm not always ready to forgive. Guess what? God is. Yeah, it's not, it's not about us. I'm not always feeling forgiveness. I'm not always ready to do it, but God is. God is always feeling it. He's always ready to do it. He's always making an access for it. Even, can I, can, I, can I get a little closer? Even at your expense. Yeah, even at your expense. I believe he allows, because nothing, the Bible, said, the Bible says that a sparrow doesn't fall from the tree unless God allows it to happen. So I believe sometimes he allows things to happen just so he can show you I'm still here. I still love you. Because he's a forgiving God. Forgiveness, forgiveness is in his nature. He allows something to happen. Don't get mad at him. Look, look for his comfort. what the author of Hebrews back to original thought what the author of Hebrews wants us to notice in Hebrews 12, 15 the second verse we read is to look after each other so that none of you fall fail to receive the grace of God mm. when bitterness continues to be a problem it should cause us to pray it again. When bitterness continues to be a problem, it should cause us to pray. And someone said, anything is a blessing if it makes us pray. Because it takes grace to make a bitter person a better person. Look after each other so that no, none of you fails to receive the grace of God. And we have the power to be a barrier or a blessing of God's grace. Wow. God loves you that much. He's entrusted his, his reputation on you being either a barrier or a blessing of his grace. Don't be the barrier between he and them. Be the blessing between he and the person he's trying to reach. But bitterness makes us a barrier between me and you. God says, pluck it out. Pluck it out. So here's what I want to do. I want us to have a zero bitterness tolerance. <laughs> we need to have a policy that says we have a zero bitterness policy going forward from here. A zero tolerance to bitterness. When you've been hurt and the seed of bitterness is planted, don't relive it in your head. If you're playing it over and over in your head, you're never going to get past it. Don't relive it in your head. When, when, you've been offend, when you've been offended, and you will be offended, don't, don't rehearse it to others. Don't say it to others. Don't say it. Don't say it. You may know it, but don't say it. Don't say it to others. When you've been offended, and you will, release it to God. Release it to God. But it's not that bitterness goes away once and for all. Like weeds. Where I pluck this from, I'm going to see another grow. And another grow. And another grow. Because God's going to give us continued grace. So it's not a once and, all, once and for all plucking. It's just that are you going to start plucking? Are you going to start recognizing 
Are you going to start recognizing and are you going to start saying the right things to remove it from your life? That's what weeds do. Weeds come back. And so we have to understand, if your Christianity is working, but weeds come back, offense comes back, seeds are planted again, and we have to do it the same way. Um, someone said holding on to bitterness is like holding hot coals in your hand and expecting you to feel the pain of it. I'm, I'm expecting you to feel the hurt, but I'm holding it in my hand. Let go of the hot coal. You only hurt yourself with bitterness. Jesus said it like this. He said, it's impossible that no offense should come, but woe unto him through whom they do come. So God is your defender. And he can get people back better than you can. Weeds come back. Weeds come back. But when you release your bitterness, you're able to recognize it again. I said, weeds come back. But once you release it, you're able to recognize it. And it comes back again. So letting go of bitterness frees our hands to serve God and to love on others. Church, would you stand up for a second? I want to add lit something real quick. When we release something, we, we free our hands of the bitterness. When we, we, when we hold on to hurt and bitterness, isn't it foolish to try to love on people with bitterness in your heart and you're trying to do things this way? We try to, we try to love our, our significant other. We try to, you can have some, you, we, try to, we, try to, we, we try to cradle and coddle our kids, but we're doing it one-handed. We're, we're trying to do the job and be successful with it and let people see it's not me, it's Jesus. But we're holding on, you know, we're, it's foolish to try to do it with one hand. But that's what we're doing. That's what we've done with bitterness. It handicaps us. But I say release it. And if you release it, trust me, you'll recognize it when it comes back in the cluster of emotions again. You'll recognize it. of offense that have been sown in our hearts. Help us to let go of that bitter root that's grown in our hearts. And Father, help us to recognize when the offense comes again that we may be able to release it again because we were successful the first time. Father, we're trusting you today. worked on it not for you pastor you worked on it for me amen I see your hands 
I see your hands. I see your hands. We're, we're, we're not bragging right now. With heads are still bowed, eyes are closed. Amen. But I see your hands. I see your hands. Thank you for the confirmation that God gave me. He was, he was pressing me hard on this because stuff that happened in my life. But I thought that, man, maybe somebody else is going to need this today. Maybe somebody is going to just recognize that, you know what? I, I'm going to have to have God's help to just let this go. Let this go. Let me encourage you. Once you let it go, he's going to help you recognize it when it happens again. And it won't grow into bitterness. You'll be able to stomp the seed out as it's planted. Because God has greater for you. Pray with me. Father, forgive us for holding on to unnecessary stuff. Help us to remember that you have a purpose for us and you have a plan. We release our bitterness today. In Jesus' name, amen.